Good morning. Seven ways to cope and more than cope with the darker mornings and evenings. That's a question I've had recently. Some people saying, you know, there's no difference in the energy. And with it being Monday and the weather just switching over, I thought it'd be a good time to <clears throat> share some stuff that could help today. For those that commented on the post yesterday about the comfort eating talk, um, I'll be in contact today with details and the date that I'll be doing a free training um, all about comfort eating and feeling in control again. So if you want that, comment with comfort eating below. So let's get into darker mornings and evenings coming in. Um, colder, all these things to make it our routine be a bit off. And sometimes our expectations stay the same of what we did. And then we're like, oh, I'm a bit more tired. And, you know, I'm someone who gets up quite early. So, uh, and even I've noticed it. Like, you know, you just notice, you think, blimey, it used to be light now, now it's dark. Feels a bit, you know, snuggly in bed. Um, so let's, let's get on some, some things that we can do. We know that seasonal affective disorder impacts quite a lot of people now. There's more, um, we know a lot more about it. Um, and we know a few things that we can do. So number one would be to get some light and wake up with light. So even if it's light as in light, get some lights on, get light in your eyes as quickly as you can. <laughs> the opposite of what we do when we go to bed. You know, there are some lamps out there that you can get, but before you try any of that stuff, just get some some light light in there, stimulation to try and wake you up a little bit. Um, this is a key thing because we know it, it impacts our hormones, which then helps us to wake up a little bit. We get a shot of cortisol as well in there. So number two would be vitamin D. If you are not taking vitamin D, I'd definitely look into that now. It's a public health recommendation especially between um, October and April. So look at vitamin D free. Um, so have a look at that. Number three would be to get outside in the day. We know that daylight gives us energy, wakes us up, that mid-afternoon slump. If we can just get outside or even just work by a window or look out the window, take a phone call by the window if you can't leave where you are. Where you are. If you can't, even just getting outside when you're the light that impact that hits your eye in, in some terms of sunlight daylight is a lot higher so it's going to wake you up a little bit more and give you that little bit of a boost number four would be some getting into some routine it sounds obvious but your body loves homeostasis going to bed at a similar time every day getting up at a similar time every day this is going to be really helpful and when you think about this you know if you think about if you've ever gone on holiday and you're not really a breakfast person but then you have breakfast one day and the next day you get up and you're actually hungry your body loves homeostasis. It gets used to things. You can train your body to do that, to get tired at a certain time, to wake up at a certain time. Obviously, not everyone can't do this with shift work, etc. but it's important to be aware of. Number five, have a higher protein breakfast. The reason for this is this can actually just take your mind off food a little bit. It can help with feeling full, satisfied, which impacts your energy levels, whether you're picking, so your blood sugar levels are then going up and down. If you're picking all morning, we know that people subconsciously eat less when they have a higher protein breakfast, which can impact their picking again, like I said, which can then impact your energy levels because you can get that slump from the sugar crash if you're keeping up, down, up, down. Number six is to time your coffees. Um, you know, we actually technically, weirdly, the almost the worst time to have a coffee is straight away in the morning. Now I do because I like it and I enjoy it, but actually mid to late morning is a great time to have a coffee. Caffeine has a half-life of four hours, so it's still going to be in your system for quite a while. So you don't want to, if you struggle with sleeping at night, you don't want to have it too late, too past like, you know, mid-afternoon, 3 p.m., definitely not past then. Uh, but earlier the better if you do struggle to get to sleep because 
it has a half-life of four hours. Hey, Tina. So if you have one at 12 o'clock, half of it is still in your system at four o'clock. Then at eight o'clock, half of that is still in your system. So it's that little drip feed, which is shutting off hormones, which normally make you feel tired. That's why all of a sudden, maybe you have a coffee in the morning and then you're fine. Then when you hit home, you hit a double whammy because the caffeine's gone. This hormone called adenosine is up, which makes you feel really tired. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I'm knackered now. Um, and the, the tendency could be to grab a coffee then, but if you struggle to sleep, that's going to have a vicious cycle as we go through. Um, number seven is, is sleep hygiene. Now, this is a tricky one because if you have someone who snores, kids that wake you up, um, we can often just be frustrated with them, frustrated the next day, then our energy levels are low. And, it, and you know, this is a recommendation from a sleep coach, actually Nick Littlehales, and he says, like, um, couples who struggle to sleep should actually sleep in separate rooms. For a period of time at least to actually see how they feel they might not rip their each other's heads off in the morning <laughs> so it might be something to consider um sleep hygiene in terms of the temperature the room temperature can you make it a bit cooler can you have a warm bath before bed warm shower before bed that can help bring down the body temperature ready to sleep um, we also know that making it as dark as possible in the evening which is generally easier but switching off of phones etc 10-15 minutes before and if you're struggling to get to bed too late can you look at maybe, okay, um, too early, sorry, maybe just nudging it forward by five minutes, nudging it back by five minutes each night. Um, and then on the topic of weeing in the night, you know, some people wake up for a wee and they can't get back to sleep. Um, something you could try is magnesium citrate, magnesium citrate, that's good for a weak bladder. Uh, also a muscle relaxant in general, you could try that. Always check with your uh, GP and depending on other medications you're taking. So that is a wrap on there. I hope that helps. Like I said about the comfort eating talk, I'll be releasing more details about the date. That will be the free talk where I'll be talking about feeling in control again, some strategies you can use to help with comfort eating. Um, comment below of comfort eating if you are interested in that and I'll see you soon. Happy Monday. Take care.